there's one right there. Uh, this evening, I want to spend a good amount of time. Uh, last uh, first Wednesday, we introduced a series called Spiritual Guidance, and we've been on this series called The Reality of the Spirit World uh, throughout this year, actually. And, uh, and, and really, honestly, there are far too many people that are unaware of the spirit world and the reality of it and what they consider to be real and that's, that, that's more of a reality is this natural world. And there's a world that is, is very real, it's very tangible, it's very, uh, one day we're all going to experience it. Uh, and God wants us to experience uh, a, a life in the spirit here on this earth. And so our, our goal has been is to help us to be aware of it, how to cooperate in it, walk in it, understand it, uh, and so that we have the benefits and reap the benefits of, of that uh, world. Not to mention, our mission as a church is to grow a life-giving church that reaches the lost, disciples the found, and equips the next generation. And if we're going to be effective in that, we're not going to do it on our own strength. It's by his spirit that we're going to accomplish everything that he wants us to accomplish. And, uh, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, we can, we can get some things done, we can do some things, but it will pale in comparison to what God wants to do through us. Amen. And so uh, last week I uh, invited Rusty, uh, some of you know him, he's part of our, our dream team, maybe all of you know him. Uh, but he's part of our dream team, uh, serves on our prayer team, and uh, and does a fabulous job in ministering. And uh, and so I'm going to invite him to come on up here. We started last week, or last month, and we we went through a variety of different uh, different things. You know how to turn that mic on? I do. Do you know how to yes, hold it yes, right? Gonna... This way. Yeah. This way. This way. Yeah. I don't want to put my lips on it. You know. Like this. <laughs> You got to hold it like. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay, okay. You sure? I feel like a Statue of Liberty or something. I don't know. Man. Can you light this thing up? Does it light up? It, yeah. it can. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> All right. And so we started last last month, and we only got through a few a few areas on how to have God's spiritual guidance. Right. Yeah. And uh, and we knew that we probably wouldn't get through, <laughs> and we're hoping to tonight. We're not going to get stuck on recapping, but I do want to just hit some highlights before our Rusty and I really get into it. And if you want to jump in, but let's not expound too much on the recap. Uh, but uh, last week, we or last month, we talked about if we're going to be guided by the Holy Spirit in our life and walk in the Spirit. Uh, that we need, we, we need to look for God's inner witness was the first point that we talked right. about. Yeah. And uh, I know that you said something uh, in our conversation this past week that you desire for people to understand how, how to, uh, how, how to uh, acknowledge God speaking to yeah. them. It, the distinguishing between what your mind is and what the Lord is speaking to you. And you know, whatever you hear in the Spirit... And uh, whatever impression that you receive, it has to always line up with the word. You know, and you, that's, a, that's the one reason why you need to know what the word says. Because it, ha- it has to line up 
it has to line up with what God's already spoken, has to be in conjunction with and, and uh, be in line with that. And, you know, I, there's, there's one thing about this. I think that most people, okay, is this one better? All right, you can hear this one. All right. The one thing about it is is that a lot of times people are hearing inside, not with your physical ears, but you're hearing inside and you don't realize it. You know, you're, you're, there's impressions to do things for people, to just kind of step out of line and go out of your way to help somebody. And I always tell people this. I said, the devil's never going to tell you to do anything good. <laughs> it's not in him to do so. And so when an impression comes to help someone, and it might be something very small and it might be something great, then you know you're hearing from God. And this is what I found out. Most of the time in my life when I hear from the Lord, it's that first impression. Now, it lines up with the, with the word, but that first impression, you know, we, we're one with him. There's no reason for him to repeat. You know, he hears us, and we can hear him. My sheep will know my voice. And I, and I tell you, I've, I've gave, given some examples of that, and I want to go too deep into this, but... You know, I've, I've found times that, you know, you're standing behind somebody in line at the grocery store, and, and you hear that, imp- that impression comes, why don't you buy that for them? That's God. The devil is not going to tell you to help anybody. And, you know, I, I just, that's, that's one way that you can hear. And then uh, there are times, now this is in my life, and I don't hear with my physical ears, I hear God inside. I just hear him speak to me. It's not normally but maybe three or four words, but it's direction. And I need that all the time, like anybody else. And the more that you act on it, the more sensitive that yeah. you'll be yeah, to, right. to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, when, when you have that impression that God gives, I, I say when you know in your knower uh, and you act on it, then you'll see that it is God because it'll, 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 it'll begin to produce fruit. Yes. And the more you do it, the more you'll be aware of God's voice inside of you. Are, are you getting that? Right. And so please, 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 uh, uh, that's, that's a huge area that God leads in our life, is that inward, that inward witness, that inner knowing, that inner yes. impression, if you yeah. will. And then uh, the second area that we talked about, and I'm not going to camp on any of these. Hopefully we did a little longer than we needed to there but yeah. because we already talked about this, but is uh, in prayer. And I cannot tell you how many times I get direction from God in just spending time with God, worshiping God, uh, loving on God. Uh, every day I have an appointment with God. I do not ever, ever break that appointment. Uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't spend time with God in prayer. Uh, I make sure that there's no interruptions in that. I, I get up before uh, I get up before everybody else, so I'm not interrupted. And so I spend time with God in prayer every day, every day, every day. And I say this: whenever uh, you miss an appointment with God, it leads to disappointment with you. Yeah. And so we need we need to pray. And we talked about praying in your understanding, praying in other tongues and the importance of both in your life uh, because both will produce uh, an awareness of what God is saying in your spirit. Yeah, I pray a lot in the spirit. I've learned the value of praying in the spirit, asking God, just, just asking him up front, Lord, what I need the interpretation of what I'm praying. I need your, that wisdom. I need that advice. The Bible says we, we have an unction and we know all things. We have an anointing. The anointed one is within us, and we need to know what he knows. 
I mean, there's not anything that he doesn't know about. And I found that when I pray in the spirit, sometimes I get that, that, that information that I need instantly. And sometimes it might be three or four weeks, three or four days later. I don't know why that is, but I think our flesh has a lot to do with it. But I pray a lot in the spirit and then I pray with understanding and generally, that's when revelation comes. And, you know, revelation is not, it doesn't have to be this mountain moving, you know, lights and flashes and all that sort of thing. Uh, it's, it's, it's connecting. A lot of times the script, scriptures are connected together and you receive information. And finally, you, 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 it's just like a light comes on and you see it. And that's, that's walking in the light. That's revelation from the Lord. And you need to you need to make sure you're spending. Please, uh, I, I guarantee you this will radi- radically change your 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 spiritual walk, your life. If you'll spend time with God, uh, a lot of times people are on in the run, on the run, on the run, spending time with God, and and it's like they they pushed their spiritual time clock, and it's like, but you're not taking time to hear from God. And so when you spend time, quality, sanctified, set aside time, Jesus pulled away from life, he pulled away from circumstances, and he went and spent time with God so that he can get quiet with God. Uh, Sometimes God speaks whenever you're done praying. And, uh, you know, for me, I get up extremely early, early in the morning, and then after that, I'll lay down for a little bit. And sometimes in that laying down time, or I'm just sitting back, and I just get quiet. And I'm just, I just take time to listen. Uh, when I'm praying, when I'm praying, there'll be times that I'm praying, and I pray for a lot of folks, a lot of people, a lot of prayers. I pray every day. And um, sometimes in the midst of it, I've, I've learned that to not be condemned over it. But sometimes as I'm praying for people, I'm praying with my understanding, but I'm hearing in my spirit, and I'm going off somewhere else, and it's like I have to go back and repray. And sometimes I'm going back and repraying for somebody over and over again, and it's like, and and I, I used to say, forgive me, Lord, and it's not forgive me, Lord, that I'm, I, I'm not paying attention. That's what I thought I was, yeah. as I wasn't paying attention, but... Uh, uh, what it was is God was trying to, he was communicating to me at that time. So, Yeah, that's great. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I've experienced and I, I've heard others experience the same, sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes more than not I'll be praying and I'll just drift off to sleep. I, don't, I just do. And the moment, somewhere in that time as you just waking up, mm-hmm. you, you, you'll receive revelation. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's just uh, a period of time that you're in, but you'll receive revelation. You'll, you'll just know something. I want to give you a quick example of that. When I was, uh, I did a, I was speaking about, you know, how that we are at that least person, that person that comes in off the street, they get born again. And Jesus said, he who is least in the kingdom is greater than he, John the Baptist. And I prayed about that and prayed about that. And I thought, God, how is that? And I went to sleep, and just as I woke up, the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, in birth and in covenant, greater in birth. No one was born again until Jesus was resurrected. No one was a a brand new creation in Christ. And I received that revelation at that very moment. And I thought, boy, there's the answer right there. Greater in birth 
and greater in covenant, a better covenant established on better promises. And then uh, the third thing that we looked at last month was obviously through the word, through God's word. Uh, God wants and does speak to us more often than any, any other ways through his word. That's why daily time in God's word is so important. That's why uh, listening to the word, uh, even as you come on Sundays, uh, I, I'm, we, we need to have such a love for God's word. Such a love for God's word that uh, we allow it to speak to us. And it does speak to us. And we just need to know that anytime we are in the word of God, it's God speaking to us. And that we're hearing from God. We've heard from God today. If you got in his word, I've heard people say, well, I just don't hear from God. Did you read his word today? Yeah. Well, you heard from God today. But they're not seeing it as that. They haven't got a revelation of it yet. For some reason, they just, they just haven't, haven't captured uh, that God's speaking to them through their word. I think uh, too many people are looking for some, uh, some spectacular uh, manifestation that they miss the supernatural. Right. And God's word is supernatural. Not right now, please. Yeah, one quick thing, uh, you know, it, if we worship God in spirit and in truth, and we do, then we hear from God in spirit and truth. We receive from God in spirit and in truth. And sometimes we're looking for something on the outside when it's going to come from the inside. And, you know, uh, a moment ago we were talking about uh, and, and taking communion, taking, uh, talking about, you know, receiving healing at that time and, and, and understanding. And, you know, sin was judged in the flesh of Jesus that it would not be judged in your flesh. And if you understand that, everything that was a derivative of that sin was judged in the flesh of Jesus. If sickness is trying to judge you, it has a voice, right? Mm-hmm. It says you're not going to get any better. It's going to be rough. It's going to do this. It's going to do all these things. It has a voice, and you have to condemn that voice. You have to, from your spirit, as a new creation in Christ, you condemn that judgment, that condemnation, that voice that says you're not going to get better. This is going to be just like everything else you've seen with other people. You have to condemn it. And that's Isaiah uh, 54, yeah, 17. Right. And, uh, and so we have that ability. And again, uh, if you understand God's word and the power of it, the word of his power and the power of his word, uh, and there is a difference between the two, and the two are, are both a reality. Uh, but when we understand that, then, then we are hearing from God, and if we know that we heard from God. See, when you hear from God and you know you've heard from God, it doesn't matter what anybody says or what your body says or what uh, circumstances say because you've heard from God. And so we need to, we need to value God's word to that extent that when we're reading it and we're hearing it, that God has spoken, and uh, I've heard from God, and therefore I have direction. I've heard people say, well, let me pray about it. I said, there's nothing to pray about. You, you, here's, here's what the Word says. There's nothing to pray about. It's already spoken. God's already spoken. Agree with it. Agree with it. Yeah. That's exactly right. And then uh, we're going to pick up today... And we're going to talk about another area of spiritual guidance and how God guides, and it's supernatural, it's very powerful, and it's through love. 
And I, I don't, maybe, maybe we did talk about that last uh, month. I can't remember. That was what I marked. But it's through love, the love of God. Uh, the Bible says to pursue love. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14.1, it says, Pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Uh, the Bible tells us that we're to pursue love. So wherever love leads, we follow, understanding this, that God is love. And so if we're following after love, then we're following after God. And how does, how does love lead us? If we're to pursue it, how does, how does love lead us? I, I can, I've got thoughts, but I'll, I'll let yeah. you answer that. You know, God is love. He doesn't just have love. He is love. And that love is as, as big and as infinite as he is. And you know what? This is, this is something that's so special to my heart because for years I didn't know how much God loved me. And really, uh, this, if I can read this, John chapter 17, verse 23, you need, to read, you need to read that on a regular basis. He says, I in them and thou in me, that I may be made perfect in one, that we may be made more perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as you have loved me. God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. And if you know that, if you know that, I, I, you will press in to hear. You will press in to know. And it's like it, it's, it, it, it opens up your heart. And it's like David said, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. And that's a reality in, within us in Christ. Everything that he prayed in the 23rd Psalm is a reality to us in Christ. And man, I, that, that's, the, that's the knowing that you, you have to know that God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. And you get a revelation of that. I mean, say, God, I just want to know. Show, show me that love. Reveal it to my heart. And then it's, it'll take a little while because it's like trying to drink from a fire hydrant. <laughs> you know, there's too much water coming out of there at one time. And boy, you could just, if you'll just meditate that love. I, I, I was talking to someone earlier, you know, when you start meditating that, you get excited about it. It's like the old song, uh, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full into his glorious face, and the things of life will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. It's like when you get into that love and you start being led by the love of God, everything just floats away. It's like you just step into another place, a place where it's only you and him that's there. And man, that is so great. I just, that's one of the special things in my life. Once you know the love of God, then you, uh, you, you pursue it. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, uh, love is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. And, uh, and so if you're walking in the flesh, you're going to be consumed with the flesh. You're going to be aware of the flesh and selfishness. And the Bible says that love is not selfish. And so uh, you, need to, you, need, you need to know what love looks like in order to pursue it. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is, is a great, great uh, passage of Scripture to identify what love looks like. So therefore, you know how to pursue love. So if love is kind then you need to know that you're pursuing, you're pursuing love when you're also pursuing kindness. If you know that love is patient, then, uh, you know, it's like, I love that person, but you're impatient. No, you're not operating in the love of God when you're being impatient with somebody. Praise you, Jesus, right? right. 
and, 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 and you ought to pastor. I've got to be a very patient man. Now, I haven't always been there, but I've had to become patient. And, and, and honestly, uh, it, it takes walking in the spirit to be patient with some people. Amen to that. Amen, especially with Rusty. It's taken a lot of patience with this guy. And uh, you've been talking to the wife, <laughs> yeah. and uh, but you you understand what to pursue. Otherwise, guess what's going to get in the way is the, is the flesh. The Bible says also that he's he's deposited, if you will, he shed abroad the love of God in our hearts. So the love of God is there; it's resident, but it's not always being recognized and being allowed to express and to live through us like God intended. Uh, the Bible tells us that uh, that uh, we will have compassion for certain things, for certain people. Well, that's the love of God rising up in us, wanting to do something. Sometimes you don't know what that what it is that you do. You just take a step towards it. When you have uh, compassion towards somebody, you just take the step. And you look for that impression right. that you're talking about. And uh, and then you just act on it, and you take a step. And the worst thing that you can do is is uh, shut your heart down and not allow it to be expressed because you're not pursuing love. Go ahead. I wrote down this uh, this revelation. It said, "Revelation of this love, the love of God, will elevate your faith and cause you to seek and live in His fullness. Of His fullness have we all received, and grace for grace. When you understand." that perfect love, and it's a revelation in your heart, your faith will just elevate. It'll go through the roof because you know if God be for you, then who can be against you, see? And no matter what happens in your life, no matter what it is, sometimes uh, the flesh can really get offended really quick. And sometimes the flesh will have a tendency to say, you know, things are not quite right, and then you'll back off from God. You won't pray and a number of things. But you, you are full. Inside of you, you are full of his fullness. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all the blessings of God, all the fruit that's, that's mentioned uh, in Galatians. And so, you know what? Uh, press into God's love. Press into the, to being led by, by that love. Yeah. And for me, I, I know that the love of God is strongest uh, when I've spent time with him, spent time in worship. I tell you, I just when I, when you get God's presence just uh, overwhelms you. You just you just want to you just want to love people. You mentioned a key word real quick. Hold on to that thought. But you mentioned a key word uh, that uh, in the flesh you'll want to get offended. Yeah. And uh, offense is a is a bait that the enemy puts out that many people bite into, and it's a trap that traps entraps people. And leads them to spiritual poverty, and uh, and so the Bible says, "Great peace have they that love your law, and nothing shall offend them." When we have such a love for God's word, and the love of God, uh, and and what God wants to do through our life, then you know it doesn't matter what people say, do. Uh, in the flesh, you'll want to get offended, but. You're, we're not called to live in the flesh. We're called to live in the spirit. And so, if you if you if you get offended, it's because you've allowed yourself. Offense is a choice. Because sometimes you may feel it. You may feel offended, uh, 
but it's a choice. It's a choice that you're saying, no, I'm going to choose to walk in the love of God because the word of God tells me to. That's what I'm going to do. And, and therefore, you walk in the liberty and the freedom of that. You know, the Bible says you shall know the truth, and that truth that you know will set you free. So that tells me that we're walking in bondage if we're not walking in truth. Let me give you a revelation. <laughs> this is awesome because... I think uh, they're getting yeah. a lot of revelation well, this, tonight. This so. is great. He said in uh, Isaiah 26.3, and all of you know this scripture probably, Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. When you understand how much God loves you, you will keep your mind stayed on him, and you will rest in that love. And the Lord reminded me of this. He said, for the last 50 years, and when I first met my wife, I fell radically in love with her. Radically. And I, my mind was always about that love. Well, when we, when we first met, first, and then through the years, you know, I leave little notes and all that sort of thing. I, I was thinking about her everywhere I was. And in that thinking, my mind was stayed on her because I knew she loved me the same way. And you understand that when you understand how much God loves you, you'll stay your mind on him and he'll keep you in perfect peace. And that's awesome to think about that. You know, God says, I love you so much. I'm going to keep your mind and I'm going to keep your heart. And you ain't got nothing to worry about. I've got you 12 and I got you six. Amen. <laughs> and you three and whatever the other number is. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. The nine, I think. <laughs> let, let, me, let me just take you to, he, because he mentioned peace. And this is another way that God guides us is through peace. The Bible tells us to seek peace and pursue it. And, uh, and so the Bible tells us in 1 Peter 3, 11, I'll just, I'll, I'll just turn there. It says, let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. God is the prince of peace. The Bible says that one of the fruits of the spirit is peace. So doesn't it make sense that, uh, and, and it's the peace that, not that this world gives, it's a peace that only he gives, a peace that passes all understanding. And, and, and that was the piece that he, he, uh, Rusty just quoted. Yeah. And so God, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. Too many people are looking for, they're looking for things to align themselves before they make a decision. What you want to look for is the word of God. You want to look for the spirit of God. One, that they be in agreement. And then that's what you act on. That's where, that's where you go. And then uh, eventually the circumstances will align themselves. Well, how do you do that? It's in, in your heart. There's going to be a witness. There's going to be a peace. A peace. I mean, all, say, for instance, you're in the middle of choosing a, 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 a direction. Maybe it's a job change. We'll use that, for instance. You're, you, you're, you're right now uh, maybe contemplating uh, two, two positions, and uh, one, one position, man, it's probably uh, financially uh, 10 times better than the other area. But that 10 times better than the other job, you just don't have a peace about that. But the other one, man, there's just like this overwhelming peace inside. It's just like a settle. You're just settled. It's like a, a, a velvety type sense in your spirit but the other one, when, you, when you're thinking about taking that job, it's like rough sandpaper. Yeah. 
That's a lack of peace in your spirit, man. And so I would say to you, you go with the lesser pay. You go with the one that, that you have the peace of God with. Uh, because somehow, some way, it's better off because God's in it. And where God leads, that's where you want to go. And, and so you're in too many people making decisions based on uh, uh, things of this world, things of, of uh, financial things or whatever, and, and they're missing the mark many times. And, it, it, and they, un, they wonder why they end up where they end up. <laughs> well, I can give you a quick example of that one. <laughs> this was about three years ago. And I have a daughter and her husband that do a lot of welding and they do a lot of uh, fabricating, that sort of thing. And so I found an old Mustang, a 65 Mustang. Boy, it wasn't that bad a shape. And they said, Pop, why don't you buy that and, you know, let us work on it. And I said, well, that's all right. And so I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, I said, uh, you know what, should I, should I do that? And in my heart, I just heard no. I thought, well, you know, they, they need some help here. You know, this will get them going. And you know what I did? I went against that. I heard, I heard God say no, and that sounds crazy, but I let my own, the flesh override that. That was a total disaster. Three years later, I got an old Mustang. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> I thought, you know what, Lord, if I had listened, you know, if I had taken the route, because God knows. You know, he knows every, the days of our lives. He knows the things that are going on in our lives. And I overrode that. That taught me a serious lesson. I could see this thing. I could see all the construction. I could see this thing rolling, you know, all this kind of stuff. But God could see the future. He knew what was going to happen. He knew the hearts Amen. of those, you know, that would be involved. My whole construction team just went to pot. <laughs> they all left. And so there I am. So anyways, that's just, just an example. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if I was, if I'd just gone that way. But, but my head was saying, oh, man, this can work. This will work out. And God said, don't do it. Yeah. And I did it. But God loves me, and he's forgiven me. He's not mad at me. He didn't fall off the throne. Amen. Amen. <laughs> he's still in charge. <laughs> and that's yeah. all we have time for tonight. Yeah. That's it. Is this good? Yeah. I'm going to give you two more thoughts, and then uh, we're, we can't expound on them. But I want to give you two more thoughts this evening and uh, how God guides spiritually. And uh, one, or number six, is through the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. We could, I, I mean, that in itself is a series uh, because there's nine gifts that God, uh, there's, there's three gifts that, uh, that re- reveal something, three gifts that say something, three gifts that do something. And, uh, and so we don't have time to get into that tonight. You've yeah. got something. I know you do. <laughs> I just want to say this real quick. <laughs> Most of you, if you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, you're flowing in gifts that you don't recognize. Oh, yeah. You've not learned to recognize yeah. what you're flowing in. And Happens. Some, yeah, yeah, but somebody else can see it, but you're not seeing it. Yeah. It happens more often yeah. than not. Yeah. And one, one area that I see probably more often than not is the, the gift of prophecy. That people, because prophecy uh, in the New Testament is exhortation, comfort, and yeah. Yeah. and what's the yeah, absolutely one? edification. Yep. Thank you. Yep. And uh, and so yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And then last, let me just give you this one because I think this is important: is in, through integrity. Uh, too many people violating this, and uh, it's unfortunate. 
uh, integrity uh, will guide you. The Bible says in Proverbs 11.3, the integrity of the upright will guide them, uh, but the perversity of the unfaithful will, will destroy them. When, when you know to do right, when, you're, when you don't do it, the Bible says to you it's sin. And it's not ever going to lead you to any, any good place. You always want to be faithful, and, and the Holy Spirit is there to grace you, to in, enable you, to empower you to, to do the right thing at the right time, even though nobody else may see it. It's because it's the right thing to do. You, you do it, and the Bible says that integrity will guide you, and it will produce really, really good, a really good life, probably more than anything else in my life. That's one, one area that has uh, proven out over and over in, in my life. You done? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> you guys good? Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to this coming year. And uh, this coming year, it's going to be, uh, I look forward to every day. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this coming year. Uh, I, God's trying to take us to a whole nother level. I, I really believe that with all my heart. Uh, you guys, uh, along with our, us, we the the biggest thing that God's looking for us for, from us is hunger. He wants us to hunger for it and and desire uh, desire it, and so that He can He can lead us and guide us into where He wants to take us. Amen. 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 Well, with that being said, Rusty, thank you, sir, thank you. and uh, let's pray.